raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. This is Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Hello and welcome to this May 18th uh, edition of Healing the Whole Person. I'm Joan McHugh, your moderator, and we have our wonderful uh, regular uh, host, Kyle Clement, who you remember uh, was our featured speaker at our conference last October and will be again in October um, coming up 27th and 28th. Details to follow. Kyle is uh, Assistant Program Director of the Leo XIII Institute, where he instructs and facilitates priests who are learning to be exorcists, and he assists in deliverance across the country. Today, his topic, and I'm quite excited about it, is the joy of being counterculture. So, Kyle, welcome. It's good to be here. What a topic. Who I know. Came up with that? Well, you picked it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's such a rich topic. I think that oftentimes when we talk about healing, we equate healing with a lack of suffering or a cessation of suffering. And when in fact, um, to do so, uh, short circuits the, the, un the universal and the cosmic effect of suffering in reparation for the sin of all humanity. And what I mean by the joy of being counterculture is we often wonder, what is God's will? What does God desire? God always and everywhere desires the salvation of mankind. One of the ways that we know we're in God's will is we're counter to culture. We're counter to what is going on in society, what is going on in the greater world, because generally the rest of the world is not inclined toward holiness as its primary concern. So the concept of being counterculture is central to Catholicism. It's central to being God's people. It's central to placing a primacy on relationship versus on self. When you boil it all down, this is at the heart of what Christ came to do, was to teach us how to be focused on covenant with God the Father in relationship with God the Father and all other relationships flowing to and from that versus the narcissistic orientation that comes out of our fallen humanity, which says we need to look out for number one, we need to seek pleasure, ease, lack of pain, what is everyone else doing? You see the value of being counterculture uh, precisely in this orientation. At the end of the day, you are either ad orientum toward the sun or you're ad hominem toward the people. We're either toward Christ, focused on Christ, emulating Christ, or we are denying him. We're turning away from him. One of the early church fathers had a very interesting reflection. It appeared in the divine office second reading yesterday most interesting, most poignant and timely for our, our discussion today. And I wish I had it in front of me, but as best I remember, he talks about the Catholic in the world, the church in the world is like the soul in our body. Is 
he drew the parallel and the analogy that the Catholic Church, when she's doing what she is supposed to be doing, being counterculture, being the conscience of the world, she runs counter to the world. She's in opposition to the world simply because she's opposed to anything that is not of God. When we mortify the flesh, when we fast, when we do without, when we offer up our suffering, we are placing the flesh at the command of the soul. And this is what St. Paul talked about, that antagonistic relationship sometimes between a flesh that seeks pleasure and a soul that seeks purity. And so in the world, we have the same uh, we have the same dichotomy in as much as the church seeks holiness, culture seeks self-satisfaction. It seeks to to be pleasured. It seeks to have it easy. It seeks to do those things which bring temporal uh, reward, but have spiritual uh, depravity. When we're counterculture, we are not popular. You know you're doing it right when they spit on you, when they talk badly about you, when they betray you, when they crucify you. That's when you know you're doing it right, even within your own family. When you go along to get along, you are denying the Christ on the cross. He who was steadfast, who said not one letter of the law will fall away. He who did his father's will unto death. That's what I mean by counterculture. This is a hard message. So where is the joy? Where is the joy? The joy is in knowing that you're doing God's will. And it's not so much for a reward in the hereafter. It's for that reward of doing what is right for the sake of doing what is right. Always and everywhere, we do well to give praise to God both in our words and in our actions. Our actions speak so much louder than our words. To dress and to behave and to act in such a way that the interior is reflected in the exterior. A peaceful interior focused on Christ that is not swayed by the drama of the world. That peace is what your neighbor wants. It's what your children want. It's what you want. Seek the peace and let nothing disturb it. Jesus on the cross was joyous because he was doing his father's will. It looked horrible. It was horrible. It was horrendous. But it was the will of God the Father that he should suffer and die in obedience, in conformity, in reparation, in order to transcend this mortal flesh, in order to be resurrected, we all want the resurrection. Nobody wants to die. We're all going to die. You have to die well. So where is the joy? The joy is it's always clear to discern what is God's will. God's will is what leads you to salvation. That's what I mean by the joy of being counterculture. The culture is the tree in the middle of the garden. The culture, what everybody else is doing, is the tree in the middle of the garden with the serpent who whispers, what did God really say? It won't be so bad. You deserve. All of us have heard these things. That's what is meant by being counterculture. To let all of that fall away. 
to keep Sunday, the Lord's Day, keep holy the Sabbath. That means very simply, no soccer, no sports, no other activities, but to commune with God. And if it's a family communion, excellent. But God has to be at the center, at least on that one day. And that will help you through the rest of the week. But when we start relegating our faith to our life instead of our life to our faith, then we are culture. We're not counterculture. And we're, it's not a good culture. Joan, I've, I've said a lot, and it's very painful, and it's very heavy. So do you find any joy in there? <laughs> Um, you know, I find a question. Yes, I do, um, because I want to live that way. And I know probably 99.9% .9 of our listeners want to live that way. But would you just answer a basic question that comes to me? To, to, to live God's will, that's the bottom line, you said, to be countercultural. How do you start your day in order to live God's will? That's an excellent question, and I think that it goes to what we were saying about ordering your life to prayer versus ordering prayer to your life. The first thing is the morning offering, is a morning prayer, an acknowledgement that life is a gift, and this day is a gift, to be done with what God would have you do with it. And so it's a very simple. Your orientation, uh, ad orientum or ad hominem, starts very early in the morning. The monks, the desert fathers had it right. They would tell you that every breath you took in the morning while you were reclining was an infidelity to God. The first waking breath, arise, give thanks to God and be about your prayer. Prayer orders your life, not the other way around. So that's how you start and that's how you become counterculture because even among the clergy and lay faithful, oftentimes the first thing we do is we won't want to know what's going on in the world we get up we check email we turn on the news we turn on the radio we're more interested in what's happening in the world than what god has to say in the silence so kyle this is really wonderful because i sometimes wake up at 5 a.m and my first thought is i'm going to speak to god i'm going to say hello to god and order give him my day and what you just said makes it even easier. I'm just going to take a breath and just say, I love you, God. This is me. Hello, I'm here. I offer you my day. Is that right? Precisely. But And, and get out of the bed to do it. Oh, okay. Get out of the bed to do it and say, Lord, I'm yours. Oh, that's beautiful, Kyle. And it's so simple. We can all do that. So we have a little, a few seconds left. We're going to take a break. Come back, ask you to pray for an, an intention or two, and then we'll continue our discussion, Kyle. Thank you. Hello, I'm Juliana Taimarazi from the Iraqi Christian Relief Council in Chicago. Our culture needs Catholic radio as a tool for evangelization and catechesis. As a powerful platform, Catholic Radio brings Christ to us all and brings us closer to Christ. Get the real Catholic news from Catholic Radio. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online 
at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Hi, this is Wes Riccio from the Holy Family Catholic Bookstore, wishing the fullness of God's blessings upon all those who will soon be receiving a sacrament for the first time. If you have a child, grandchild, or godchild being baptized, receiving their first Holy Communion, or being confirmed, remember that Holy Family has the area's largest selection of gifts, accessories, and supplies to make their special day more memorable. The Holy Family Catholic Bookstore is at 9249 Old Green Bay Road, Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. More information, including a virtual tour, is available on Facebook. Are you retired or near retirement? Do you want to keep a larger amount of your assets in a safe place with guaranteed interest rates to protect yourself from a huge market swing? Are you amazed at how low the interest rates are at your bank? If you said yes to any or all of those questions, you may want to call me, Matt Tomlinson, at Catholic Financial Life to discuss our guaranteed fixed rate annuities. Call 847-548-MATT, 847-548-6288. Products not available in all states. Hello, and we're back with Kyle Clement, who is speaking about the joy of uh, countering the culture. Um, it's, it's, there's so much to unpack here, and he's done a beautiful job in the very beginning. We're going to continue, but first, Kyle, would you pray... Uh, for an attention we have, it was from email. It was from, his name is Vlado, um, and he has a whole list of things to pl pray for. Basically, pray for him to be guided by his Savior, to be more disciplined, to fight bad behavior and anger, to be a loving parent, to sleep better, um, to reconcile relationships, and he goes on quite a bit. So he wants to, the bottom line is he wants to love, and he wants to meet someone who he can love. So could you pray for Vlado, Kyle? Certainly. Lord, I lift Vlado up to you, and I ask that you speak clearly and concisely to him through the tumult and the din of the world, that he find a confessor that he find a holy priest who can lead him through the sacrament of reconciliation deep into repentance, deep, deep, deep into reflection of what separates he from you, Lord. Increase in him the desire for the Eucharist. Increase in him for the desire of you and only you. Speak clearly to him, Lord, through a confessor, through a holy priest. Holy Spirit, may you orchestrate such a meeting in such a way that it becomes apparent to the both of them that these souls are yoked for this period of this pilgrimage, for this period here on earth. We thank you, for you are a kind and compassionate God. Your mercy endures forever. Vlada, thank you. Um, w w I know there's a lot of listeners out there um, could you just say a general prayer for all the listeners for, for, the, for them to know the Lord more deeply?
Lord, look down upon us. Grant us this moment of silence that all things will away. And that you who brought cause or out of death. In the silence, Lord, show up things that have eternal value. May we discard all in our life that does not have eternal value. May we discard all the things in our life that do not bring us closer to you. May we be clearly able to discern what is of you, what is not of you. Let us be aware, Lord, of all that comes against us, all that would distract us, all that would have us turn our head away from you. Give us the strength and courage, Lord, to confront it, to order our lives to that which is good for us. Perfect our desires so that we want what we need. We know, Lord, that you always give us what we need. May what we need be what we want. In Christ's most holy name, amen. Thank you, Kyle. Um, before we um, continue our dialogue with you, I want to tell our listeners that today is a very special day. For those of you who don't know, it is the birthday of Pope St. John Paul II. And one of our, my friends and uh, your friends who had worked for Cardinal uh, George, Mary Helen Fiorito, they had had two children and she wanted a third and was told she couldn't have any more. So she prayed to uh, Pope St. John Paul II and on May 18th, nine years ago, she found out that she was pregnant. So he did answer her prayer, intercessory prayer. So if you have special needs today, I include a prayer to our wonderful Pope St. John Paul II. And speaking of prayer, Andy, who works here, Kyle, wants to mention something about prayer and what we were talking about. Annie, it's all yours. Okay, uh, some thoughts came to my mind when you were talking. And uh, I really believe in the importance of prayer. And so I tried to start my mornings uh, reaching over and picking up the uh, holy water and making the sign of the cross. Anyway, uh, at times and moments when I have time, I try to repeat Jesus' name and Mary's name with reverence and divorce, devotions. So it keeps me in a place where I want to be with uh, out being, you know, getting distracted with things that can upset you or bother you or whatever. And even at those times when I find that I'm being uh, distracted or uh, upset about something, I try to uh, 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 think of our Lord and uh, take my mind to Him rather than on the problem. And I find that the problem soon resolves itself. Annie, Excellent that's beautiful. Strategy. Excellent strategy. I like the holy water. <laughs> Makes the devils flee, St. Teresa of Avila used to say. What a beautiful way to begin the day. And so, Kyle, you, you ha going back to what you said about the, doing God's will and opening yourself to God in the morning, um, you mentioned you have to get out of bed. Why? Can't you do it in bed? You can, but where's the commitment? 
<laughs> okay. You know, it's, where, where's the action? It's just the words. Where's the action? <clears throat> I get it. If you tell me you, if you tell me if you tell me you love me, that's sweet. But if you tell me you love me while you're handing me an apple pie you made, now you've got my attention. Oh, I get it. Okay. Good. Good point. I get it. Um, Kyle, let's let's discuss. Um, you know more ways to to live God's will. Um, you know, Sundays, I mean, I believe, I, I uh, maintain, you know, put God first on Sundays, but a lot of the youth today don't. It's like they have gymnastics or they have soccer. Um, what can we say to them to, you know, encourage them to, like, should they not go to soccer on Sunday or, you know, tell me what you would do. Well, I'll tell you what my son does. Um, he has two boys who are playing uh, little league ball and they had some rainouts and some weather. And so they rescheduled some games for um, Sunday. Well, the Clement boys don't play ball on Sunday. And so the coach, they, um, our whole team's not going to play on Sunday. So if we have to forfeit, we have to forfeit. But we're not going to play on Sunday. Wow. That's excellent. That takes a lot of strength to do that. It is, but it's either ad orientum or ad hominem. It is that simple. This yeah, is yeah. counterculture. This this is precisely what we're talking about. I remember several years ago in a, in a small mission parish, in a 1A school, um, my boys were playing ball, and uh, they had a ball game scheduled on a holy day. Nope, the Clement boys don't play ball on holy day. Um, and so the coach was pretty, uh, pretty. he was put out about that. Um, we had a pretty frank discussion about it, but I wouldn't back down. And at the end of the day, how are we going to look at, at the face of our Lord and Savior and say, you know, um, I chose to play ball on that day. I chose to do something mm -hmm. else on that day. How are you going to do that? Mm -hmm. And from the perspective of uh, standing um, for faith and for not playing ball, I think little by little, if, if one does that, it will reach people. It will, it will influence others. And that's the only way that you change the culture. That That's yes. the only way that, that the Catholic Church is the conscience of the culture affects a change. We have to be Catholic. We have to vote Catholic. We have to, to believe Catholic. We have to talk Catholic. Right. We have to walk the walk. We have to talk the talk. We have to be who we say we are all the time. Be the same person on the outside as you are on the inside. Exactly. Yes, I like that. Um, we we only have a little over two minutes left, Kyle. I, there's so much to this. One thought that comes to me is, you know, in church, I would like to hear more from our priests about, you know, countering the culture. Um, is it good to say something to them, you know, to stand up for our beliefs, to preach about our beliefs, about pro-life and so forth? Where are you on that? How do you respond I to think that? that I think that oftentimes, uh, modernly especially, uh, homiletics is one of those lost and dying arts. Is what because 
it's it's hard to find a good homily and it's hard to find someone who can listen to a good homily so it takes both a recipient a transmission and a and a recipient mm-hmm. and so i think that we as lay faithful as recipients we need to start talking the talk um we need to have the the conversations when you talk to your priest politics and sports if so you're telling him what's important to you and what you want to hear from the pulpit mm-hmm. if you when you talk to your priest if you talk about um saint john paul ii if you talk about uh, mary magdalene if you talk about saint peter if you choose to talk about those topics then that's what you're telling him you want to hear but the priest is like a lot of people on a human level is he wants to engage you quote where you are and you're telling him where you are by what you choose to talk to him about. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, we have a bill in the in the that's coming up to be signed by the governor. If he signs it, uh, it's H HB forty. Uh, if he signs it, we're going to have abortions are just free reign. Um, if he doesn't sign it, which he has promised not to sign, uh, there'll be a there'll be a partial. Uh, restriction on abortions uh mandated so you know i call i i'm becoming an activist because now i do call i call the governor i call the state i call the representatives and uh, i think maybe that's part of what we're supposed to do right i think it is but a a woman uh, shared with me a very poignant thing that she began to do and i is this is not my idea but i really want to foster it and promulgate it She's gone. She's calling the representatives or senators or other people and saying, how may I pray for you? How may I pray to give you courage and strength to know to do what you know is right in your heart? That's a very poignant statement. It goes right to the crux of the matter. It sure does. Um, whether she can get through to the actual person to answer that is another question. But that's a beautiful question. Kyle, we're it's out of profound it's but, having profound effect on whoever's answering the phones. That's beautiful. Thank you. We're going to end with that, Kyle. Thank you so much. Would you give your blessing you. or a, a little prayer to the listeners? Lord, please watch us, protect us, let your face shine upon us. May we always look toward you, Lord. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, and God bless. on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. For more information about this program or to purchase additional CD copies, please call us at 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Or visit us online at wsfiradio.org. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease.